Recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the hoon capital of the world, this is Talking Power. Gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh, in the South, we refer to it as the Gap Band. Well, I think, you know, Formula One is for grown-ups. Episode 53 of the Talking Power Podcast. We're live down here at the Perth Motorplex. It live is, at the Plex. We are live at the Plex, all right, and we've got props. I've got some props next to me that we're going to show you in a minute. So this is very an interactive podcast. I feel sorry for those that are listening to us. Cause, and, um, and Nick's positioned the camera so you can't see me. No, so no you can. I can. I'll check that. I feel like Dickie Knee. <laughs> Just no, actually, the hair's a bit dicky knee today, isn't it? It is. You are in need of a haircut, I must say. <laughs> I know, but my wife and I have got this deal that I can't get a haircut until she gets one. Oh, okay. Well, so that could um, be a while. My wife's hair grows very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because well, you know, someone needs to look after Nicholas. Yeah. No, you know fair I mean? enough. Yeah, yeah. So, so if I go and get a haircut, I'll yep. do it during work. Yep. So no one can look after Nicholas. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. I'm with you, I'm hearing you. I feel kind of naked without headphones on. Without, oh, Hang on, I'll, I'll use the technical term, without cans on. I could probably put a couple of Coke cans on. It made me feel the same. So here we are at the Savannah, at the we're, Perth Motorplex. We're, we're deep in the pit area, we're not as, as uh, lucky as the uh, February 16th. Maybe no, we're, we're, we're not. In fact, we're further away from the action than Super Street. In fact, if Junior Dragster was running, we'd be further away than Junior Dragster. But that's okay. We're all down here. All the all the outlaw guys are down here as well. Outlaw ra- outlaw guys, radial guys are down here as well. So lucky, lucky Britain filled up the tow vehicle. Yep. Yeah, he's got. Because <laughs> it's a hell of a long drive to get from. He's got 400 litres of diesel on board, so <laughs> we're going to use every bit of it. So tell us, how are you going today? So Nick, Nick, we're having a shit day. It's five. To, it's five twenty p.m. for those that are listening. So, five so, twenty p.m. So, about five years ago, mm-hmm. we were going through our inventory. Actually, probably more six years ago, and um, we got a heap of supercharger belts uh, yep. from RCD, and uh, these are the latest and greatest Kevlar belts. And um, <laughs> and Brenton, Brenton. Uh, looked at each of them inspected them and picked one out and said don't use this one it's got a blemish in it and uh we've run out of belts so that was the one that i had fitted for the first lap i bought it on as a prop so if you're watching that's why i say it's important you watch us on youtube there it is there you can see that that's um had some some damage and brenton picked that before it even broke so you normally get 14 stabs not 14 laps 14 stabs at the throttle before you break the belt and that one broke mm. at about oh, 6.9 seconds into the run. Yep. And that you ran as 7.41. Yeah, 741. So, so a couple of things happened. 
first thing was that the retard behind the wheel forgot to arm the retard circuit. So, so the way we control the power in the engine is by pulling timing, like retarding the timing. And the timing is, is uh, what we're referring to is when the spark ignites the mix uh, relative to where the piston position is. So we generally do it about you know 25 degrees before the piston reaches top dead center. Um, and with these small tires, we pull out nearly all of that initially. So we, we basically leave the start line with zero degrees of timing. But um, if you forget to turn the switch on, you don't leave with zero degrees. You leave with all the timing. Oh, right. And so we spun the tires, spun the tires again, spun the tires again, um, and then finally recovered and got through first gear, shifted into second, and it felt really, really good. Uh, and yeah, at 6.9, the blower belt went. And uh, it still coasted through at uh, 200 and... You know, I, I've taken a photo of the time slip. I actually think it's your best mile an hour. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. 217, 217 mile an hour. 217, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I took a photo um, of Which is phenomenal when you think about it. Mm. So, um, you know, the mile an hour is good. And, and it still ran a 741. Yep. So on the next lap... I remembered to arm that switch, but I forgot to turn the trans brake switch on. Okay. <laughs> so um, I rolled, I went deep into stage, uh, became a bit flustered. Um, you know, finally the tree had already triggered by the time I'd switched the switch over and, you know, got on the throttle. Yep. It spun the tyres, spun the tyres. I got out way out of the groove. I was over to the left of the lane and. Um, uh, managed to, to get through first gear but a lot later than, than the first run mm. uh, missed the shift point completely sat on the limiter for what seemed like an eternity in the car until I remembered oh that light when that comes on I need to change gears <laughs> so change gears um, went like a 760 at, at 213 or something like that which I mean you know that's that's it, for everyone that, that um, you know, doesn't really get these numbers, um, bear in mind that the, uh, the next quickest car uh, that, that is top qualified now because he bumped me out on that run, he went 7.30 at 186. Mm. So we, we've got like 30 mile an hour on these guys, which is like 50 kilometres an hour, yeah. even though we're running slower than them. Just shows you how much horsepower we've got. We've just got to you know get it to the track now i will say for me that second run the track felt worse than the first one okay. and immediately after we ran yep. they got the tractors out and sprayed it so yep. i kind of feel a little bit like you know we we, we sort of uh you know we just were running on a on a track prep that wasn't yeah, i'm you know the sun's been out they probably didn't put a lot of glue down it's not a you know the western nationals or anything like that so so the other thing to bear in mind it's 36k an hour wind at the moment and it's picking up to 50 by eight o'clock tonight as well headwind yeah well yeah yeah this wind that's blowing now it's not changing direction this is cyclone trevor yeah yeah so wow it's, it's about 36 you know interesting point about the cyclones nick veronica trevor's veronica. in queensland oh trevor's in queensland yeah, no, trevor's here yeah, he's sitting over there <laughs> <laughs> it's this Cyclone Veronica, is it? This is, yes. Okay, so this is the one that's a Category 5? Yep. Okay, so this is this is really interesting. I did a bit of research about this because I've never heard... <laughs> good point. Um, 
I've never heard of a cyclone in Australia above a Category 5. Mm-hmm. Whereas in America, I've heard of Category 6 and Category 7 cyclones. Yep. Right? So they base the category on how much or how, how many things, how much damage monetarily oh, right. it, it does on things. You know, like, yeah, so, so basically when a cyclone goes through, how much damage is, is the category... That's oh, what they, really? they consider that to be that category. And I thought, well, you know, we've had some pretty severe ones yeah. with some big speeds in that. Yeah. But I think we just don't have anything that's worth as much as America does. It must it's be a bit it. sad for those people of Carrafa and Port <laughs> Edland. Luckily, this one, I think, well, is going Well, no, right no, let's, let's realistically think about this, right? Yeah. If a cyclone went through Carrafa, yep. right, would it monetarily do as much damage say as if a cyclone went through Los Angeles. No, probably not. No. So there you go. That's yeah. oh, okay. Anyway, so we're going to go out for our next run yeah. at 709. Brenton's the man with the plan. Yep. He looks a bit angry at the moment, Brenton. <laughs> <laughs> He's angry. We should have a camera on Brenton as well. Um, now, it's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You, you pointed out that that was our best mile an hour. Yeah, I know, I know. Three things. He's only. I've only got three things I need to do. And so far, I've managed to botch two of them up successfully. <laughs> Possibly even the third. Uh, so, ever since we've got the car going, it just hasn't felt right through the top of the track. Yep. It just hasn't felt that strong. It felt like it was misfiring. Mm. And the data log has always showed that number two cylinder um, just you know, didn't really, it sort of died off and then came back and yep. I, I had assumed that, um, that that was a fault of sensor, mm. right? So how we tune these things, not that we've done a lot of tuning, uh, is we have these uh, probes in the exhaust that are called EGTs, exhaust gas temperature sensors. And we've got a number that we sort of know is safe and we aim for that. And then we adjust the nozzling in each cylinder accordingly. And yeah, it looked as though the sensor in number two was faulty. So Dave uh, went through. They, the hotter they get, they put out a voltage. It's in millivolts. And we, we checked every sensor and they were all the same. Um, now, we, we gave it a service. We put fresh oil in it, which, you know, thanks to our sponsor, SCM, Brad Penn Oil, best oil out there. Yep. Um, and a set of leads. And a rotor, and even a rotor cap. <laughs> it's like an old school. What if it had points, we would have changed those too. Condenser as well? No, no, <laughs> no. I didn't change the condenser. Anyway, when I was changing the cap, I noticed uh, what we refer to as a track mark. So it's a black mark on the inside of the cap, and that black mark went to the outside of the cap. Yep. Now, probably about ten years ago, Sully, that cruised for uh, Victor and Ben Bray. Mm. Um, he saw my front end and he said you need to trim that around the magneto yep. because if it gets too cl- close it'll arc yep. to the front end the front end's carbon fibre or it's got bits of carbon fibre in it and the carbon fibre is conductor um, well Sully was right <laughs> so effectively all the laps that we've done have been for the most part on seven cylinders yeah. we should actually stop out of respect because they're playing the national anthem yeah, i think we'll do that take our hats off hold them against our chest that's the way nick 
people running their cars at the moment. So yeah, but they're nitro cars. Oh, okay. That's all right. That's that allowed. Okay. You're allowed to run nitro in during Australia the Australian anthem. In, in America, they get down on one knee. What's that all about? <laughs> True. <laughs> Alright, and they're, they're ready to race. Oh, is it, have we had the blessing yet? No, yeah, yeah, Terry's done that. Terry's well, done that. Is, is it still Terry? I said Terry. I don't even know if Terry just still does I hope it is. He was, uh, he, he married I know, Nicole yeah, and I. Yeah, lovely gentleman, mm. Terry. He is. Yep. Alright, so we'll All see right. how we go on this next one. And we'll take a um, short break here. Chance for us to put a, in a some word. sponsors. Here's a word for our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. WA Suspensions, SCM, Shift Kits Australia, and especially All Fast Torque Converters. They're our uh, major sponsors, and they make this gig come together for us. <laughs> All right, we are back after, uh, that's our third run of the evening, and you... That is our first eliminations run yep. in the radial class. I had Tony Mazzatelli in his VF Twin Turbo LS Dandy Engines VF Ute. And you won. And Did I won. You know you won. I won my first round. Yeah. 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 I saw the big green. It's the first time I've seen that big green light come on. <laughs> <laughs> they got out for the motorplex. For those of you that aren't from WA, uh, they got a big green light just after the finish line. Normally, I'm going through there at 200 plus mile an hour. Yeah. And I can't. I couldn't tell you what it even looked like. <laughs> but you got a good look at it. Got, I got a got good a... look at it at 125 mile an hour, which is about 200 kilometers an hour. Uh, it's it's much easier to see, much yep. much easier to see. So, so tell us what went what went down in that one. All right, all right. So so here's the thing, right? Yeah. According to the the which you know, we I'm I'm going to call bullshit on this one. <laughs> According to the time card, I went red on a pro tree, right in shallow. Okay, so pro tree is one flash of amber, but I didn't just go red. We're not talking a double O one red. I went O thirty seven red, right? So I'm calling bullshit. Because there's no way in the world like that light from from 30 years of racing experience, that light was about uh, you know 130. <laughs> so I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, but, but Tony red lit as well, but mate. More, my more my red, his red was that red that <laughs> that it said like error or something, <laughs> LTR. <laughs> So I don't, I don't know. He he went. I don't, I'm going to take the wind light anyway I can. But the thing is, right? Yeah. I left. Yeah. Okay. And that car was out there, right? Yeah. That car was out there, that far in front. I I had time, right, to go. You know what? There's no way on earth he's going to catch me now. Put the box into neutral and host the gas on Tony Mazzatelli. <laughs> and any day that you're radio racing and you can host the gas on someone is a good day. So, so that car was probably on, I kid you not, that could have been WA's first six-second pass. It could have been. I'm, I'm going to say that it probably would have been. Are you, you're, you're holding out on the six-second? I'm going to tell gonna... you, yeah, I'm going to tell you, Nick, see, Brenton and I have a deal going, right? And the listeners wouldn't know about this. And, and the deal is that it's as soon as... you the best of times. You're teasing him. As soon as I run a six, we're putting the car in the trailer and going home. Well, I didn't want to go home. It's only <laughs> ten past eight, so no, we don't want to go home. No, yet. we don't want to go home. Yeah, and I, and I thought, you know what, man, I've dreamt of doing the CV fast, hossing the gas move on someone my entire life. I've woken up in a cold sweat, thinking about this, and I got to do it. I got to do it, and it felt so good. I was asleep in that car. I was trying to doze off because I'm so tired. But 
I'm so pumped right now going into this second round. Well, we all thought, you know, honestly, we all came back here thinking that you, something was wrong. It was um, nothing training. wrong, Nick. Okay, nothing all wrong. good. Knocked it into neutral. Standard suspension. Just like you know, on a Saturday night, knocked it's it into neutral. It's for safety, Dave. It it's for safety. <laughs> so for those of you who do, who do not know what Hoss in the Gas is, if you just Google Stevie Fast Hoss in the Gas, he gives a full. It's from a few years well, ago. You know now. what, Nick? Nick, what we need to do is we need to give our listeners a bit of a rundown on grudge racing terms. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, in America, we don't do this in Australia, obviously, but in America, yeah. Um, before the advent of street outlaws, yeah. Uh, Stevie Fast and all of his crew from down south were big on 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 the grudge racing. Basically, yeah. you know, you call someone out, you say, you know, your car's slow, I can beat you. Yeah. Possibly money changes hands. I'm not. I'm not saying that it does. Yep. It might. Generally speaking, I think it does. To be honest, <laughs> you know, looking at the street outlaw stuff, it appears that it does. But yeah. you know, I don't. I can't. I can't vouch for it. I've never seen it myself. Anyway, and uh, they they haggle on the start line about certain things. Yeah. You know. So they've got terms like the the, the wiggle or the or the nudge. Yep. Or, or back tire. The back tire. Back, back yep. tire. Back tire. So. So I'll start with back tyre because it's one of my favourites, right? Back tyre means that the guy is that confident he's going to beat you, that he thinks your car is that slow, that he's going to let you stage your car. So staging is when you see those two lights come on at the top. That's that's The first one's pre-stage and the second one's full stage. He's going to let you stage your car on the back tyre. So effectively giving you a car link. Yeah, car link. Of, of yep. Right? The, the wiggle or the nudge. That's another grudge racing turn. That basically means that he's going to let you leave on him. Yep. Right? So when someone leaves, that means they outreact you, they take off. But he's not doing it because, you know, he's slow. He's just doing it because he figures that your car's that slow that he can run you down anyway. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and hossing the gas, that's when you have got that much of a gap that you can put your car into neutral and just flick the throttle. It's kind of like giving him a pat in the back. Go, it's all right. You'll get there one day. <laughs> It's okay. That's no reference to Tony. Either. No, no, no. Look, look. Tony's car. Had he have gotten off the line good, yeah. And and had, you know, like I said, I, I don't believe that time card. I think we left about the same. Yeah. Uh, his one uh, it makes out as if he left before the tree was activated. Yeah. Or possibly last week sometime. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, I think we left about the same time. Obviously, he had some problems, I, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, because that car's gone into the sevens. Yeah, it has. And yep. uh, it only went to nine or something yeah. on, on that run. We, we went an 850. Yeah. I, I didn't get out of first gear. <laughs> I did not see the shift light. <laughs> I, I kid you not. It went 850 in first gear and then into neutral. It rolled through at 125 mile an hour. So typically, if you ran an 850, that would be about 160 mm. mile an hour thereabouts. Yeah. The, the XY used to go 870, 155. So yeah, 160-ish, 160 and change. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's a 40 mile an hour. And you can see from the data, I didn't actually get to the top of first gear. Yeah. <laughs> so... So uh, it was a bit of a cheeky thing to do, but you know what, man? Um, this is Radio Revenge. We called this car, Nick and I called this car Radio Revenge, and tonight is all about revenge. <laughs> anyway, we're having a lot of fun down here, and um, there's been some... I, I referenced Tim Rhodes earlier in the evening, 
and uh, yeah, scary, scary moment just before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, um, luckily, Craig, who's a couple of cars down from us, missed him, missed hitting him. He managed. He didn't keep it in his lane, but um, you Nick, know, Nick, you're gonna get Craig on. I've asked him. I've actually spoken with Craig. He's, he's. I saw him at Johnny's car show. Johnny, the cancer. He's just there. Right? Yeah, I know. No, he doesn't want to come on. I've, I've asked him before. Oh, yeah. we, we need to go over there and gym him up, Nick. That's what needs to There's happen. There's a chair here and a microphone I know, I know. Here. We're good to go. There's an empty seat right here. Good to go. One of our sponsors. Yeah, that's right. It could be, it could be, yeah. it could be uh, selling everyone some nitrous. <laughs> So, all right, well, we're looking forward to... We've got to go back out now, don't we? 8.17, I believe. I don't know. I don't know what time it is. Oh, they would be running late, I would Yeah, imagine. they are running late. Yeah, there's been a couple of hold-ups. So, so uh, we've got a bit of time and the boys are on it anyway. Yeah, I'll get yep. the boys to button it up and we'll yep. go and do another lap. And um, maybe maybe on this one we'll run that six, eh? Yep. We'll Fingers give it a crossed. crack. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> see you on the start we'll line. see you soon. <laughs> well, we've got Todd here with us as well. He's, he's joined us today. Todd's been responsible for a lot of our, um, lot of our videoing and uh, stuff we did at Race Wars. And, and Todd is our out. roving reporter. He is our roving reporter. I'll try and it's going to be. When I can be. <laughs> you need to actually hold that microphone close yeah, to your mouth. I told you that. <laughs> no, no, louder, louder. Right, right there, like. Just right, crank it. You know, like a footy crank commentator. It, you know, like that, like Bruce McElhaney or something like that. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, no, they basically hold the microphone there. Right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's way better. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to say what it looks like when they're doing that, but anyway. Yeah, thanks, John. <laughs> so for those of you watching, this is why it's important to watch us. You'll see there's some silverware. It's not silver, but... No. In it's this case, it's blue and Blue? Black. It's kind of cool. It's woodware. It's woodware. It's got... Aeroflow on it, so I'm not really sure that it's cool. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, and that's first place winner radial class tonight. So we're quite excited about that. This man has bought it home, uh, got through the round robin series. Me and Eddie Tassani from Active Automotive's in the final. Eddie actually drove around me. Unfortunately, red lit. Um, so I got the win. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, I've got to tell you, right, how privileged am I to have raced the first 200 mile an hour LS powered streetcar in Australia. Now, now tell us, Simon, I mean, you and Eddie go back, I actually remember, I was there as well, you go back to the 90s with Eddie, we've spoken about Eddie before and we had him on at Race Wars, but it was a very brief chat, we have to get him back, obviously, uh, but... You know, you guys go back a long way. A lot. Eddie's always been the king of the streetcars. Like, a lot of people don't like to admit it, but he was the first to run a nine um, mm. in the modern era. That's there right. Was the, there was the Joe's Caltex utility. Yep. That, uh, the guy's name, you know, escapes me, but that car was a fairly radical car for a big block nitrous, yep. quick change rear end, ladder bar, um, you know, heftily lightened. Yep. Um... But yeah, in the modern era, the Tirana was officially the first. Yep. Uh, I believe Ferroni also ran a nine at the same meeting. Yep. The thing that always amazed me with Ed was, you know, you you become loyal to a brand, I guess. I mean, a lot of people say that I'm a Ford guy. Yeah. I race a Ford-bodied um, vehicle. It's got a Hemi in it. Yeah. Um, because, you know, everyone knows that if you want to build a race engine, you've got to use a Hemi. But anyway... <laughs> Won't get into that debate. Um, 
but he he decided to go down the road of the 308, which yeah. always surprised me because you could have done a Chev a lot easier. Yeah. And he went on to kick a lot of goals with that motor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, not only running the first nine, and that was naturally aspirated mm, too. That's right. You know, um, but later on, building the twin turbo combo yep. and dominating the, the horsepower heroes. Yeah. You know, and, and technology wasn't around like it is now. No, I mean, that, that motor made 1,700 plus, nearly 1,800 yeah. horsepower yep. on an engine dyno, mm. a cast iron headed, so factory block, factory head yep. engine. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. I've still got fridge magnets at home of Eddie Tassoni. He, he, he did when he first started active. No website, no, it was just a standard phone number and address. Yeah. That's how we're talking like pre, probably not pre-internet, but it was pre, before anyone had an internet, you know, website. So so for me to race City in the final, mm. um, you know, was just the perfect outcome. Yeah. But for that to happen, we had to qualify second. Yep. Right, so, so I'm not going to say that we did it deliberately, <laughs> because you know no one would want to think that I was sandbagging and no, trying to drag not. out that first six second pass <laughs> for as long as I can, you know. But it's a great achievement to you and the crew as well. These guys have worked like feverishly, oh, and the sponsors that have come on board this year yeah. on that car. WA suspensions. I know Stewie was heavily involved. Yeah, he was. And you know what? What I'm spewing about the most is in the, the trophy presentation. Out of everyone that I could have forgotten, I forgot Stewie. Yeah. And I was standing there thinking, whose stickers on the car? There's someone else's stickers. I know there's Cheetos. <laughs> he remembered Cheetos. <laughs> I remembered Cheetos. I know there's Cheetos. I know there's Talk and Power. Who yeah. else? SCM, Brad Penn. Yeah, yep. yeah. And Jamie as well, Shift Kits Australia. Yes, yes, yep. Shift Kits Australia. Um, so, Shuey, Jamie, um, this one is for you guys. That's yep. also for my wife, Nicole, yep. who, who hasn't seen me. I sent her a text message on the return road. We won. And, yeah, I think she was in bed already. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure that Nicholas is going to break this tomorrow. It's good to it was good yeah. to see him last night when we were loading the car up as well, actively involved. Yep. And, um, you know, wrenching on the tyres. Yep. He was little, you know, the little rubber bits that stick. What do you call those things? I don't know. He's picking the knobbies. Yeah, the knobbies. Knobbies. There's still those on the front tyres. So, yeah, I mean, the outcome. I couldn't. I mean, it would have been nice to run a six, but we had a deal going with the crew that, well, with Brenton, the crew chief, that if we ran a six, um, we would be going home immediately after that. So I couldn't let that happen. Yeah, no, no. We've had a great night here. I mean, even though it's midnight, it's actually 12.30, I'm looking at that. I didn't realise how late it was. So but we have uh, had a great night. So, yeah, and, and I've got my Mr. T-shirt on, just in case anyone was wondering what the hell I'm doing. We've got a fellow competitor standing over there out See of camera. Then. He won't, he, I know, I've asked him before to come on and he won't come on. Craig. He said he was going to come on. Oh, did he? Yeah, I, I, I told I you I teed it up. <laughs> Trev, see you, mate. See you, Trevor. See you, Nick. Thanks for <laughs> <laughs> take it easy. Take it easy, Davo. Thanks, man. See you guys. Yeah. We'll have a we'll have a barbie at my joint, eh?
this this really is a podcast that's um yeah as I said it's midnight twelve thirty twelve thirty yeah but we had a early night last night I've so got to ride home bad. on a motorcycle oh, no, I don't know how you can do that <laughs> I actually might even turn the heater on in the car on the way home it is it is a bit fresh at the moment um, so uh, I also need to thank the track as well again once again getting uh, getting us in here and involved as well media talking, pass yeah, yeah media yeah. pass thanks to Ray Treasure and all the people at the Motorplex I'm looking forward to coming down for the grand final meet as well wearing an Andra hat that day and doing some interviews in the pit area so looking forward to that as well all right well uh <laughs> i guess we wrap it up look there's a lot of content to follow out from this meet so we'll have some really great in-car footage i don't know if it's actually great because we had i had i don't know i had, you had a shocker behind the wheel i had a shocker with the cameras today but we got david mounted the camera at the back of the car and we got some awesome footage from the back of the car it looks really great. I've looked at that already, but the inside camera was not happening for me today. It was all over the place. So anyway, my apologies about yeah, that. Yeah, just so, so on that note about me having a shocker, Yeah, <laughs> right, there was not a single pass that I did not make at least one mistake, usually multiple mistakes, including the final yep. where I forgot to put it in first gear. So I, I did the run. And this is the thing, right? This is why Chrysler's, as far as engines go, they will always rule. Pretty cool. They are pretty <laughs> cool. It went 770 with a pedal doing the whole pass in third gear. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. some, but like when I looked at the, the time card, I was like, you serious? You know, Trevor actually said, he's gone now, but he actually said, I didn't hear him change. I didn't hear him get into time. <laughs> no, I went, I went to hit the shift button. I thought, this, there's something wrong. The shift light's not coming on. And then I thought, oh, I know what's wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, we've had a great night. And it night still here. spun the tyres. <laughs> that's incredible. I saw that as well. I saw that. I'll tell you what, Ed, standing out there on the, on the actual just track side, watching some of these cars go past is amazing, actually. And uh, Tim Rhodes as well. Tim and Craig got really close to one another tonight. Oh, yeah. Awesome save, by the way. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. That, that was... Um, Tim Ozio. Tim drove the hell out of that thing. Yeah. You avoided, <laughs> you avoided him. <laughs> you know what I, I, I said. I avoided Craig equally. I, I said to Mike, I, I said, "Which way does it turn?" And he goes, "Oh no, it was pretty straight on that last one." I said, "Yeah, but which way does it normally turn?" He goes, "Well, it seems to turn right mainly." I said, "I'll take the left lane." <laughs> <laughs> Tim actually said to me, "Get, get over come, here. come, get you can get down." Yeah, Tim actually came and asked me right before in the stage lane. He's like, oh, is it okay if I have the right-hand lane? And I was like, oh, well, yeah. And he's like, oh, because my car's turning right at the moment. I was like, take it. <laughs> take it. And he's like, all right, no worries. Cool. So if you turn right, go the right-hand lane. Yeah, yeah. no worries. Next moment, I'm... Uh, what, about, where do you reckon it was? About half track, maybe a bit before that? No, it was a little bit before. A I reckon before 500, 500 foot, I'd yeah. say. Because I was right beside him. I was just, I was at 120 feet. Yeah. And he's, no joke, he was like, wheels were up in the air. I remember like, yeah. looking at him side on and it was the wheels were in the air. Yeah, and I was just heading straight, running my own race. And next thing you notice, I see headlights and yellow yeah. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> And because uh, obviously <laughs> lots of yellow, <laughs> lots of yeah. yellow. And obviously my car being a street car, I have mirrors. Yeah. So I've noticed a lot of the mirrors, and I'm actually, you know, like, I'm like, crap is mine. I'm just, I'm like, better try and run it one away as fast as I could. <laughs> you know? 
this is all I could do. And um, yeah, he did a great drive job on uh, managing to actually gather yeah. that back up and get it back into his lane. Certainly did. And yep. um, yeah, if he hadn't steered it as well as he had, then uh, it would have been a very different outcome. Yeah, yeah. I um, got a great steal of Tim's car earlier in the day, a r- really good wheel stand. I'll put that up on Facebook this afternoon, actually. So You know, it, it was reminiscent of uh, Gregorini and me in Sydney. Oh, yeah. We Gregorini decided that he didn't like his lane. <laughs> I'm going to go over there. Actually, wasn't that here? No, that was no, in no. Sydney, was it? No, that was definitely Sydney. Yeah, okay. All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, guys, well, we'll look, we'll wind this up. Craig, we'll have you on properly another time. Oh, no worries. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll have you on, like, properly. We'll have... I think we somehow need to get all these radio guys on at some stage and, and do this properly. So, yeah, no, we'll... Um, Barbecue at Allfast, was it? Yeah. Is that what I heard? I, I, <laughs> and I'm up for that. Yeah. We have got the best chef in drag racing. We have Asher. The, the, legend, the legend. He's he'll fed be, us. He'll be uh, setting up his food van shortly. You make sure if you see it, you buy. If you're in a country town north of here, he'll be driving through very shortly. And uh, please use him and buy from him. He's a great guy. Especially if you're female, use him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> On that way, we'll, we'll wind this one up. Episode 53 of the Talk and Power podcast. Thanks, Simon. Thanks, Craig. Thanks, Thanks Todd. Nick. Yeah, no worries. No worries. All right. Man. Take care, everyone. We'll see you soon. Power stresses all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.